Good morning, Remy. Good morning, Brick. How's it going today? It's going. My hot water heater only puts hot water in one room and uh, one of my washers broke, so. New Year, same if I had, What's that game called, like, um, deciding which one you would have? If you had to decide which one you wanted to happen to you, I would definitely take the hot water heater not working in one room over oh, yeah. the washer not working. Yeah, it's a good thing I have two, so there's that. Oh, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Crisis diverted. <laughs> That one's like always had a problem though. It's always kind of leaked a little bit. And they were like the exact same brand new ones. So I don't know. Um, the best washing machines are, remember we had this whole big discussion about washing machines this summer. Those old ones, the ones that cost like $500. Don't buy those fancy ones, people. That's what I'm here to say. I really want to get the ones like from the, you know, the laundromat, like the speed, what is it? The speed queens. Speed Queens. Um, I just want to get those. Those are, aren't the Speed Queens, though? They're gas, right? Yes. And we are electric here. So I can. We're electric as well. I wouldn't even know what to do with a gas washer and dryer. I'm not sure how you would even go about that. Yes, yeah, so I had technicians out for that. And then I got a plumber coming. So, you know, I can't take a shower in my own room because my room is the last one to get hot water. So. Well, talking about plumbers the other night, like this was, I think this was like the eve of Christmas Eve. So what are you going to do? I'm laying in bed in, in the trailer house. We've got a master bathroom and the master bedroom. And I'm laying in bed and all of a sudden I hear this like terrible, frightening noise coming from the bathroom. And I'm like, what the F is that? So I don't even get out of bed. I just start yelling for Brandon. Brandon, come quick. Something bad is happening in here. And what was happening is that every time the washer would spin out, the water from the washer was going through, going up through the shower Remy. And the noise was terrifying. So my one girlfriend, uh, they, uh, they moved about a year ago and she said kind of the same thing. She was like sleeping and she heard this gurgling noise and there you have a big, like they have a bigger house, but it's on septic and, uh, yeah, the, everything backed up through their showers. So. Well, Brandon, you know, he is so handy, Remy. If you know Brandon, you know that that's not true. The only thing that he's handy on is the horse. Anyway. He fixed it, fixed it. I'm not sure how, but it's, it's, just, it's your water, your washing machine is just now flooding Dina and Scott's place. He just rerouted. Yeah, yeah, he ran it somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's working at the moment. Yeah, I had a, um, I had one plumber out, and he like really didn't seem like he wanted my my business. So I had to find another plumber. He didn't want to take your money. He was just like, I, uh, you know, I tell people what's going to cost. Now, mind you, he never told me what it was going to cost, right? He's like, and they just don't want to pay it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, can you tell me what it's going to cost? Because, like, we've had to have, we have a lot of sediment where we live. So we've had to drain the water heater before so it recirculates. It's fine. I mean, yeah. it's not fine, but this is, like, 
It's like emptying your septic tank. It's something we have to do every couple of years. And I was like, well, he's like, well, maybe you need a filtration system. I was like, okay, well, where can we put that? He's like, well, if they put ball valves here, I'm like, okay, can we put ball valves on? He's like, no, like everything you would tell me, then he would tell me, no, he couldn't do it. So yeah, I just am going to get a different plumber because I was just like, I, okay. I don't want to deal with this guy who doesn't want to tell me how yeah, much. Yeah, then he was like, anymore. I was like, well, can you check this faucet? Because like, then I had him do, look at some other stuff. I have a, a faucet that leaks by the house. And he's like, yeah, if you guys just wouldn't have built the pipe this close to the house, it'd be an easy fix. And I was like, I didn't build this house. This house was built in the late 60s. Like, I'm not the one that put the pipe right next to the stucco. It wasn't, but he like acted like I did it. Like, I personally was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck this guy. I'm going to put this pipe right here. <laughs> so. I'm just going to mess with his life today. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Well, great. How, um, it, well, it's hard to believe the last time that we talked was right the week of Christmas, right? Yes. And then we tried to get together for New Year's and then the next week and it didn't work out. So look at us. We're already breaking our resolution of trying to be here once a week. I know. But what Remy said a couple of weeks ago about us having regular jobs and having to pay the bills, folks, it is true story on that. And it is tough. For me, it becomes an issue now of the homeschool thing and timing with having to do all of the stuff outside and get back inside to do the homeschool thing with Bronson, which is an epic fail right now. Um, it is so hard, Remy. And it is so hard because he is a strong-willed little child. And for the life of me, can't, I can't get him to do it without me at all. Yeah, when Brian tells me he wants to homeschool, I was like, do you want me all day as your teacher? Because I don't think you do. <laughs> I know. Um, well, and for people like you and I, we are probably not built to sit and do that. Because when I go outside, I go outside between 6.30 and 7 o'clock every morning. And when I get out there, I usually don't come back in until after we're done shoring. But now I have to because we are behind because this child of mine will not do it on his own. And that is tough for me, but I've also learned a lot about him because he can't, I don't know how he was getting through school because he can't, we can't sit there for longer than, um, like a two hour period. And in that two hour period, he's bouncing around like, getting food, doing different things. And, but he's attentive, but you can tell after that two hour period that it is just, we're done for a while. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no more attention. He's not focused at all. Inside that two hour period though, he's focused, he knows, um, it has been such a struggle and I don't know what to do. I've actually been trying to get him enrolled in school, which I said I would not do 
That's how bad we, it's been, Remy. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't want to tell you because it's also not like you're in it. I mean, not that you're like really far out of town, but you're not close enough into town to have like a tutor come all the time. No, last year I had a really good tutor. You had um, somebody, yeah. Finding one, you know, finding that person that he works with. Now, my husband's aunts are here for the next three months, and the one used to do um, childcare, so she can teach and stuff. But there's absolutely no way that he's going to allow that. Um, he needs somebody outside of his circle to help him if we were to find somebody, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, now I'm going to get my ass ripped today by the school. So I'm preparing myself for that. I yeah, got to take it. I, I'm the one who did this. I uh, had. The boys were like, I don't want to go back to school after Christmas break because they just went back this week. Um, I'm like, you have to go back to school. I'm like, why? I was like, well, you can go work in the mines. And they're like, there's no mines in America. Like, there are mines. And apparently, this is a gap in your education. It's like, yeah. there are mines. Uh, if you don't have an education, then you just have to work really hard. And if you don't want to work hard, then maybe go to school. So I was like, and until you're getting straight A's, then we don't get to miss other things. I and, need it for uh, my sanity. That is why you're going back. So that was also my one girlfriend texted me like on Sunday. She texted me like this little emoji, right? The hands up emoji. She's like, I have a question. Um, do the kids have school tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I, I think they have school tomorrow. And she's, she's like, She's well, doing the cheering one? No, just like the hands up. Like, I have a question, right? She's like, yeah. do I have a... And I go, yeah, I think so. Why? And she's like, because Hemet School District doesn't have school tomorrow. And I was like, uh, no, I was like, I don't care. I'm going to drop my kids off at school no matter what. Like, I'm done. I need them to go back to school. Even if there's no one there, I'm just gonna going to leave them. Back. <laughs> for sure they're funny. going back. I don't know if there's a school to go back to, but they're going back. Well, so back to Christmas. Christmas was good. Christmas was really like good. such a long time ago. I know. Christmas was really good. We did tacos and tamales with everyone on Christmas Eve. My dad and my stepmom and my stepbrother and his wife and little boy came this year. So that was fun. And like, um, we've talked about it on here. So tacos and tamales is like super laid back, paper plates, like it's literally street tacos. All and the greatest all things. Yeah, it's great. And so my, um, and like, I'm pretty laid back as a person. So my stepbrother's wife was like talking to my stepmom before they came up here and she's super laid back too, but she's like, do I need to wear like a dress? Like, is it supposed to be fancy? Up to Don't her? wear like, a dress. She's like, it's Remy. No, you can wear whatever you want to wear. She's like, I just, I, she's like, I didn't know. And I was like, no, I was like, you guys are, I was like, it's a standing invitation. You can come any year. It's like, but this is what it is. And then, uh. We were so full still from Christmas Eve. And then I made a big Christmas breakfast. And uh, I was supposed to use like tri-tip and turkey on Christmas Day. And we didn't do any no. of that. We, just made, we ate more tamales. You know, um, we, I feel like we always talk about it um, every year around the holidays. But for years... And it does seem like a lifetime ago. We did it when I was little, but then as a married woman, with little kids, we did it. 
running around to all of the holidays, trying to make the holidays perfect um, on all levels, not for me, but the ones surrounding me on the food, you know, the food and the presents, um, all the times, all the things, right? And in the end, usually somebody was mad, upset, pissed off. It was always fine. Um, But anyway, Micah, my stall girl, she just texted me, so I got a little. um, Now we don't, we just do here because we can't leave. And my mother-in-law gave us this game, Can Jam, for Christmas. It's so fun. It's a Frisbee game. Um, We literally played that for hours on end and just had a good time with each other. And we made steak on the grill, nothing fancy. It was awesome. The food was great. What I'm trying to say is sometimes I think that you lose this is one of my favorite Christmases because we were all here, like our friends, family, my immediate family. It sucked that my I didn't get to see any of my extended family, but we had a really good time because there was no expectations for me. No, and I think that's like, so I grew up, <laughs> I grew up with like the giant Christmas Eve dinner, right? Like the full, like the full spread with like the table done really well. And then Christmas dinner was the same way. And they rotated between who did Christmas Eve and we did Christmas morning at our house and we usually did Christmas dinner at our house. And then as I got older and my parents split up when we were splitting up Christmases and then James and I got married. So then we were splitting Christmases again and then his parents got divorced. So now we've got four sets of Christmases we're supposed to be at. And none of them are our Christmas, right? They're everyone else's Christmas. And, you know, and there was still like the big spreads and with where you like see the pictures of it, right? Like with the red candles and the poinsettias on the table and the runners and like 15 different types of food. And uh, like I said, we do tacos and tamales. My friends come, like our friends come over. We had the barbecue, or we had the, James cooked the, meat on the Blackstone. I smoked Al Pastor on the Traeger. And then we had the, um, our like bonfire going. And I had like the, my mom for Christmas two years ago gave me the things like the patio heaters, you know, like the tall silver yeah. things. So we put those together. Thanks Jose and Christian and Chris. We put those together on Christmas Eve. So we had those, we all ate outside, even though it was pretty cold, but you know, we were all warm from the fire and the patio heaters. But it was great. Yeah, and I love that. I just, um, I'm not going to say that I don't miss the traditional Christmases and being surrounded by our extended family because I definitely do. What I love is that we're all in our barn clothes still. We're so really celebrating the, each other. And, and yeah, the back to my, uh, my sister-in-law, right? She was like, she's telling me, she's like laughing at herself because she knows me, right? I'm like, and I think I had, like, a decent-looking, like, black pullover on. Like, nothing. I think it was, like, my USDPA. Decent-looking. USB- <laughs> it was, like, my USDPA producer of the year. Like, the, like, 2022 producer was, like, a black half, like, quarter zip. And I pulled it up, and I was, like, I still have my Winnie the Pooh shirt on from this morning. You're totally fine. 
but yeah, you know, I Christmas got to be too much. And like, if it, if you're one of those people that loves it, good for you. Maybe that is what I'm saying. Christmas got to be too much for the. Yes, I'm. That is, and we truly have, have a great. Yeah, what? I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown making your Christmas perfect. Yes, 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 and yeah, I, you know, and even like the presents. Um, so I think that it was probably one of the social media sites that I, it was either TikTok or, um. Facebook, there was, I think it was TikTok, and it was tons of stories or videos of asking people how much they spent per kid on Christmas presents. That is super inappropriate, A. B, it does not matter. It, no, it doesn't. I'm going to tell you, we didn't buy them anything big, and we spent a lot of money to the point where it's like buying groceries when you're like, what did we buy? For yeah, all of that money. Ridiculous stuff, right? Um, I agree. I remember, like, well, for instance, last year, do you remember? I had, like, a mental breakdown in the parking lot of Cal Ranch. Remember the day that I drove to town? Yeah. All fine. But then I got there because it was a week before Christmas and we would bought the kids nothing. And I just had a panic attack. Like, oh, my God, Christmas is going to be terrible. I don't have anything. So then I went and bought a bunch of random shit that they didn't need, want, nor cared about. This year was different. I didn't do, I mean, I bought them things that they wanted and we left it at that. And it was fun. We laughed a lot. Yeah. Christmas uh, needs to get back to that maybe. Well, we bought all the boys' bikes before Colton's show in Queen Creek because, you know, they wanted to ride bikes all. So we bought them new bikes for there. And uh, they're like, it was the same thing on Christmas morning. They're like, oh, I don't have that many. I was like, we are going snowboarding. We just bought you bikes. Like, yeah. And once they opened all their stuff, they were super happy. I, um, But, you know. And I think that uh, that gift of an experience like the snowboarding, that gift is more memorable than any present that you can receive. Yeah, it was a, that was a good trip. Uh, they got 24 inches of snow after we left, but it was decent when we were up there. Back to the present thing. One last comment. I just feel like parents, people put themselves through a lot of stress trying to spend the right amount of money or get the perfect gift and that's stressful it's stressful it can be hurtful because sometimes the money's just not there to buy what you want or anything and i think that i think that the season that we're in right now because of the short hours of daylight the cold weather forcing people to stay inside this season is filled with a higher level of depression than probably any other season. And things like that at Christmas time with the financial side of it and trying to bust your ass to make 
the memories or all, do all of the things that society tells us that we're supposed to do, it breaks a lot of people. No, it does. And then honestly, like it's gotten to be, and it was always that way. I remember it was like, first it was when we were little, it was like the Teddy Ruxpins and the Cabbage Patch Kids, right? Was, like, yeah. like you had to have the it thing, but um, like, you just have to be grateful. It's the same thing. You have to be grateful for what you end up getting because if, I would rather take what is like a cheap gift that was well thought out than an expensive one that has nothing to do with me. And yeah. uh, like all of, out of all the stuff my boys got, they got a checkers and chessboard set. And that's like their favorite they thing. They for hours. Like. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's just the holidays suck and people make it worse. <laughs> The holidays are and great. I mean, there's like they're so, but they are so stressful for so many people. And oh, I think that, that's what I'm saying. I yeah, think and that's so it's like what I was just trying the, to say. You have to. Well, it was like you asked me what I did on New Year's. So on New Year's, we were up on the mountain, right? And it's the same thing. So a lot of people that put pressure on New Year's too. Not as much pressure as Christmas, right? But like, I'm gonna go out and have fun. So um, we were up in Purgatory. They do thing called the Torchlight Parade, which. Um, all the guys that work for the, all like the people that work for the resort come down the mountain holding like two flares, which seems very dangerous to me, but it's this like long, um, it's kind of like fireworks snaking down the mountain at six o'clock. And then they do fireworks at like 6.15 to 6.30. I was in bed by 10 on New Year's. It was fantastic. Um, I do have a super funny story. Uh, new, speaking of New, new Year's, I've never put a lot of pressure on New Year's because you get to a certain point in your life and you're just happy if you make it past midnight. I mean, I don't know. Um, we had a show that weekend here, and which was also fun because we played, we like fires too. And so we had the bonfire going and we played hours of that damn game, Can Jam. Because you can play it in partners and it's, just fun, funny. It's like, we're, it's like with the pop-up things, right? Where you have to throw the Frisbees into them. They look like little garbage cans. Yes. And you, like, like the rules are a little bit like bags as far as how the points go and how you play with the partner. But the object of the game is to throw the Frisbee to the other side and your partner has to help you try to get the Frisbee to hit the barrel or get into the barrel or whatever. But it's just a funny game. Anyhow, we were gifted a bottle, a very expensive bottle of champagne. And the bottle was, did I tell you this, Remy? No. Because I'm a redneck idiot is what I am, okay? I mean, people who know me, probably, you're going to laugh. It's not going to be surprising. I was embarrassed. I felt terrible. So we were gifted this very expensive bottle of champagne. And it was supposed to light up. It was like a very hard bottle to find. There's not very many of them around. It was hard to source from what I understand. And I believe all of this. Okay. So there's several of us standing there. And we're looking at this bottle, trying to figure out how you light it up. When you look at the bottom of it and you read 
the instructions that are about that long and about that wide and it's tiny, tiny print, Remy, my eyesight is not very good. And it was partly in French. I also don't know French. So we were trying to read it. We were looking at the pictures, trying to depict what we should do. So it said that you were supposed to pull this tab that was inserted into the bottom. That tab was connected to the label. And we would pull the tab and nothing would happen. You know, like those kids toys, how they have that tab in there and you pull the tab out and then it works. Yeah. Okay. So we messed around with this for quite some time, 20 minutes. And we're pulling the tab. Every time we pull the tab, the bottom, this whole bottom piece that was up in the bottom of the bottle of champagne would come out, which was not supposed to happen. But we continued trying, pulling that tab, pushing the button. Finally, we just called the people who gave it to us and we're like, how did, we can't figure this thing out. We're idiots. And they're like, we're going to have this, I, you're going to laugh at me. I don't know how to say it. Sommelier. Is that how you say it? You said it right. Sommelier. Sommelier is a very fancy wine expert. Mm-hmm. And he was going to FaceTime me so he could show me how to work the bottom of the bottle. However, we got impatient waiting for the sommelier to call us. So I decided that Just this light it all on fire. <laughs> has to be like a toy where you're supposed to cut that tab and pull it out. So we did. We cut that bottom piece tab that was connected to the label with a pocket knife, pulled it out, pushed a button, nothing worked. Like five minutes later, the sommelier FaceTimes me and he's in a tuxedo and I'm standing in front of a bonfire and a potluck table and showing him the bottom of the bottle. And I said, sir, I'm really, really sorry. I said, I might be slightly drunk and I'm a redneck. So I've got two strikes against me right now. And he goes, show me the bottom of the bottle. So I showed him the bottom of the bottle. And he's like, so you've pulled the tab. And at this time, I think the tab, no, the tab was, I don't know. He's like, you've pulled the tab. I'm like several times and we push a button, nothing works. He goes, let me see the bottom of the bottle again. So I showed it to him and he's like, where's that tab? Is it still connected to the label? And I said, oh no, we cut that with a pocket knife. And he fell to the floor, literally laughing, about peed himself. We cut the electrical to it. When we cut the tab, we cut the electrical. Everything was tuned into the label. We did not know. Now we know. Yeah, it's a, yes. That's why we can't have nice things. We had a lot of laughs. Brandon was really upset at me. Um, We couldn't, the sommelier is now taking writing lessons from me. Because he thinks that it was hilarious. He thought it was hilarious. And he's like, I want to meet these people. They can't possibly be that redneck. Uh, He's great. He's hilarious. They deal with high-end people all the time. So it probably was refreshing dealing with someone as redneck as myself. You know, the thing is, it's probably not the first phone call he's had like that. uh, Because. (laughs) Actually, it was. 
<laughs> I just I just meant a slightly inebriated question. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> it wasn't just me though. It was several of us trying to figure this out, but it was really funny. So that was my experience with that. <sighs> so you didn't get your sparkling champagne. Like your legitimate, literal sparkling champagne. For lit up one. The yeah. lit up bottle. No. But we got a good story out of it. So that's all that matters, folks. There's a good story to go behind it. Did you get your champagne open without spilling it? Mm -hmm. Look at you. See, you're not that redneck. I think one of the kids might have done it, Remy. Hey. I always they watch like Humble Love Deck, like when they have them open it with the sword. And I'm like, you're... You're putting glass everywhere yeah. and champagne everywhere. That's scary. That's yeah. scary. Um, what else has been going on? Nothing. Just working. Nothing. It's during my life. Let me see. Uh, James decided to ski when we were in Colorado. Which he usually snowboards. He does. And I had this conversation with him that like, hey, I, I grew up doing both. If you haven't grown up skiing, um, don't ski as an adult, right? It's not easy. Like it's, because everyone's like, oh, snowboarding hurts more. Maybe, maybe your ass hurts more. Uh, you're not going to tear an ACL. And if everything goes wrong, you can just sit down. Just sit down. You're scared, sit down. So he does pretty well. And then he's like, I'm ready to go with you guys. And I was like, perfect. So I go, I think we should go up Twilight, which is like a two-seater chairlift. And he's like, no, I want to go up the six-pack. I was like, but Twilight leads to Pinkerton Road, and it's great. And it's like slightly downhill. There's enough speed for us on snowboards. Like there's enough space for us on snowboards to get going. But if you're new on skis, like it's like hill to a flat, hill to a flat. We can easily we get, get down it. And he's like, no, I want to go up the six-pack. And I was like, perfect. Okay, so we go up the six pack. He's coming down and he's like, these are really fast up here. And I was like, yeah, it's a little icy on the mountain today. Um, I was like, he thought it was so, fast. And so I'm telling him, I was like, hey, it's just like riding the nice cow horses, right? Like, you got to use your feet independently and you got to lean on this side and you got to push on this side. He goes, Remy, why do you think you ride the fancy ones? I don't want to give up that much control. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he went back there. So he made it down. He, he, he skied well. He made it down. And then uh, we get to the bottom. He's like, you can have a new husband. Because he's like, you and your kids dive off the <coughs> chairlift. You look like you should be up here. He's like, if you had a nose ring and smoke some more weed, you could just live here. So uh, he's like, I will support you from the lodge. Because the reason he didn't snowboard this year is he's like, it's just, he's like, I don't have fun doing it. I was like, okay, try skiing, you know, try skiing. <laughs> he tried skiing. It also was not for him. Maybe snowboards aren't for him. Um, I've never snowboarded. I don't like having my feet. I don't wouldn't want my feet locked into the same deal, though. That would make me slightly claustrophobic. I feel like I don't, know. I don't like it, that. It's I have to as someone that did both. I have to think much less on a snowboard. I just get to go. I don't have to move my body very much. I think that it's uh, probably like what you said. It's like what you grew up with. I didn't grow up with snowboards. We grew up with skis. And I grew up with both. Well, I guess like we're from California, but like I grew up with both. I skied till I was like, I mean, I still, I started snowboarding when I was like 12, but I still skied until I was like 18. I did both. 
But for me, again, like it's, it's also right. A personality trait. It's if you need to have control over both your feet, I don't have to, I'm good. Strap me in. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I do. I need control over both my feet. Ooh, I'd have an anxiety attack up there. <laughs> it's just like nothing, nothing has a, cause I was like, you just need to, I was like, you need to think of your knees as springs. You just need to like, when you make, you need to make a hard turn and then S up the mountain. He's like, so you just have to follow your skis. Like, it's super easy. Just stay relaxed. And he's like, nothing shows the differences in our personalities better than this right here. He's like, you know, I'm like sitting there talking to him. I'm like, that's really easy. You just got to do this. And he's like, you don't even care about me. I was like, I do care about you. I don't know how to explain this better to you. So, but that's he's like, next year, I'm just going to do the Arctic cat and um, some adventures. No, we'll so. be all. Yeah, that's fine. I uh -huh. love, like, I love snowboarding. Like, I, we, I love it. And so do my boys. Kyle is the same thing as James. Like, he'll sleep in, and then I just got a notification from Purgatory. They got another three inches overnight last night. Thanks, friends. I'm a week late to it. Um, Kyle likes to sleep in and then go in the afternoon. Trent and Brayden get up with me and start early. So. They like to yeah. get out there. Yeah. So that was uh, that was my New Year's week, and then we came back. We had a clinic and a jackpot, and now it's almost baseball season. So, you know, I just time, um, you know, when you're just in your twenties and you're um, living your life, and people always say, "Oh, time just flies." You'll start to realize that or feel it, and it is true. Like. You get into your 30s. I don't think it was like really until my 40s, though, that time does fly. It feels like Christmas and New Year's were such a long time away. It feels like spring and summer are going to be here before we know it. Just gone. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, I love because, like, you know, your Facebook memories always pop up. So I see like pictures of Kyle. I, I like, love that. Chunky baby, and I'm like, you're like a grown ass man now. I know, I know. I love those Facebook memories. Um, like I said, I I feel like this time of year, especially because of the cold and the amount of darkness that we are endure. I don't know how anybody could live in Alaska because of the light situation, but, um, I'm like, I'm like tired at like eight 30 because it's been dark for four hours. Oh, um, gee, last night, Remy texted me. We, we really haven't hardly talked at all over the holidays. We talked once. Mm -hmm. Um, and you texted me last night and I was already in bed and half asleep. And she, all she said was, does tomorrow work? Cause we've tried earlier this week and it just wasn't working out. And she said, does tomorrow work? How about five fifteen your time? Said, sounds good. And we usually do it at six fifteen my time, five fifteen her time. And I laughed because I was thinking, I was like, I'm good with that, but she's gonna get up at four o'clock in the morning. I thought like you must've had something that you had to do today. So that's why. Well, I just, I went straight to sleep after that, Remy, and I woke up at 4.30, so I would make 5.15, and I get up, and I look at my phone, and I seen your text message, and I, I just laughed, 
reset my alarm for 5.30 and away we went. Yeah. <laughs> my text message said, I mean, 5.15, my time, because my ass is not getting up at four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also really cold in my house right now because I refuse so, to turn my heater on. I think I've discussed this on here before, and I know that I'm not the only woman who suffers with whatever I'm suffering from, but uh, I turn the heat off in our house at night, and I'm cold all the time. Like, how I lived in the North for so long is a mystery, because you can ask anybody around here. I don't take a stocking hat off. I've got this neck warmer thing I wear. I've always got three or four layers on. I'm cold all the time, especially right now, because it has been cold here. But I shut the heat off at night because I can't. If I slept with the heat on, it'd be a terrible deal. It's 55 degrees when I woke up in my house this morning, Remy. I am like, it, ha it has its benefits and it has non-benefits. I'm pretty sure I lose some weight during my sleep. I'm, I think that I lose weight while I sleep. Because I wake up and I am a hot, sweaty mess. Soaking wet. And it's not menopause. I'm soon sure. to be 42. I'm sure, not going like through that. menopause, Remy. <laughs> I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with me? It is disgusting. Uh, our house is old and the heat doesn't work great anyway. So we have like the standing heaters in the rooms. But... Uh, I'm one of the person, like, I want, I have a heating blanket, too, so I have, like, the heating blanket on, but I like it being cold on my face, so, you know, I'm the person that will turn, like, the heater on and then open the window when it's raining, so I want the breeze across my face, so, I don't know what to tell you, I'm not judging you, I'm just telling you, I know no, I'm crazy. No, I sleep with a fan on me, it's 55 degrees, <laughs> with a fan on, I don't like to be cold, and I'm certainly not cold. When I go to bed, I've got three comforters on my bed. I, I just wake up and I am just... Yeah, we need a bigger blanket on our bed. I still have our thin comforter on. So it's like a, a flannel sheet, a heating blanket, and then like a very thin comforter that we use all summer. No, I've got this... Um, well, I have... I Are you one of those people who can um, sleep without a flat sheet? No. That's disgusting. Those are so <laughs> yeah, like I, you have to I, have. I don't a even flat understand sheet. this. Like, you know, this whole thing is like, oh, you don't need a flat sheet. Yes, you do, because yes, you, you do. don't. Like, are you washing your blanket and comforter all the time? No, the fuck you're not. So that means that you're sweating onto that all the time, and you've got skin cells on that all the time. And if you had a flat sheet, you, you could wash it. God, Remy, you totally took that to the next level. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going there, but now I'm disgusted thinking about that. <laughs> I am God Rose. Think about it though. Like those people, like, okay, they don't want the that. if they don't want the hassle, right? It's the hassle of a flat sheet. You think they're doing their like their top sheet laundry, like their comforter laundry all the time? No fucking way. No fucking way. Well, so I sleep with the flat sheet and then I have a comforter, like a heavy thick comforter. And then on top of the heavy thick comforter, I have got this Pendleton wool blanket that I got at Costco last year. If they ever come back out with those, please somebody let me know because that thing is amazing. I love that thing. 
We have um, a couple like, of the real Pendletons from Oregon, and they're like the so heaviest awesome. like ever. Yeah. Yeah, I love that thing. So I like to cocoon up there, and sometimes I sleep in my robe, which is long and very fluffy and warm. You don't get caught up in that? I would get caught up in that. I move a lot in my sleep, much to my husband's annoyance, because he'll wake up and he's like, he's like, you took all my sheets. And then the next night, he's like, I have all your sheets. And I was like, you can't have it both ways. You can't blame me for taking all the sheets and then kicking all my sheets off, which is not true, because I do both of those things. Because sometimes I, like, cuddle into the sheets, and then other times I throw them off of me. You're an aggressive sleeper. See, I'm not. Um, It depends. I'm usually because we're outside all day. I'm wore out from that fresh air. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're just mm-hmm. freaking exhausted from the fresh air. It has nothing. I mean, you can work super hard, but I think that the main cause of it is just being outside, getting that fresh air, and you're just exhausted at the end of the day. So I sleep, I can either sleep one of two ways, Remy. I either sleep on my right side and I'll sleep like that for six hours or I sleep like a mummy. I sleep on my back like this. I try really hard to sleep on my back. I can't. I usually sleep on my right side, which is not supposed to be good for you. You're supposed to sleep on your left side. I don't know how people do it, but I move a lot. I don't either. I move a lot or else I get sore. So... I don't know. I don't. Oh my God, Remy. I, I but I think I've always moved a lot. That's not like me being older. I've always been like jittery, jittery, twitchy, twitchy, <laughs> twitchy. Um, I did tell you this, but uh, I don't know how in depth I got with you on it, and I have to go pretty soon. But I judged my first sorting at our show a couple weeks ago. I took the test got approved to be a judge and I judged it and let me tell you I don't western heritage is hell to judge I will give you warnings the entire 60 seconds I'm probably never going to call you out unless you're like hey that's the only way I will call you out in western heritage but it's 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 just a, uh, the reason I do not like western heritage well there's a lot of reasons I don't like western heritage but why I don't like it particularly at big shows is it's a very subjective class to judge. So what happens in pen one not compared if you to have pen me. Two? Not if you have me, Remy. Like There's there'll no be like a there'll be a show where, you know, like you'll watch someone literally lope across the pen in pen one and then pen two, someone takes and they get away with it. And then pen two, someone takes one lope step and they're flagged out like they're supposed to like like they're supposed to be, right? That's why I don't like it at big shows. Um yeah, it's hard to judge. So I just like the entire time I'm like they'd take I'm holding my flag and they'd take off loping and I'd be like, no loping, no loping, no loping. <laughs> I it was kind of funny. It is hard. Um judging is hard when you have a soft heart. And regardless of what everybody might think, I am soft hearted, so it was hard for me. Yeah, my brother is a very good judge, but like I love it because Every once in a while, people like get in my brother's face about something, and like he's just like, because he's easy going, right? And he's just like, yeah, no, like, there, yeah, I don't want to be in that level. I took all of the low classes, um, 
and nobody, nobody got in my face. There was no reason for, I mean, it wasn't like, I I don't ever want to be on Chris's level. No. Nope. I don't want to be judging that kind of a show to. Yeah. To have people get upset. It takes actually a lot for me to get upset at a flagger. I'm because like, oh. I would be like curled up and I'd be like, whatever you want, we'll do. That's fine. You guys want to re-ride? You want me to give you three hat at 27 seconds? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah like uh so a lot of people too like newer people didn't realize that my brother penned for a long time right and so they'll be like that wasn't roughing and he'll be like you didn't give a cow anywhere to go but again like never changes his tone of voice right he's like you can give a cow anywhere to go and they're like, i like chris too they're like what and i was like you can see it come across her face I'm like yeah he knows how to pen but yeah well Rim, i better go here my horses are calling me I'm gonna go get back in bed with my pajama pants on, post that picture later. I look professional in my Banana Republic sweater. I love you for that. I know, I'm like, pretty sure I've wore this a thousand times on here, but it's so cold. You gotta, a girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do, so. I know, I just have to make sure I try not to wear the same sweater from week to week. So that people don't. I wear don't... a lot of the same colors, so. Yeah, so people don't be like, oh, I already saw that episode. No, you didn't. I just, I dressed the no, same. just wearing the same clothes. <laughs> All right, Remy, have a great week. Um, thank you all for tuning in this week. I hope you, everybody had a happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Um, yeah, you know, don't worry if you're behind on your resolutions, because apparently so are we. I've never <laughs> been good at them. <laughs> all right, Rem, we'll see you next week. Until then, be brave. Be bold. Be humble. Be humble. Let's try that again. Yours is be bold. What is okay? Yours is be bold. Mine's be brave, and then you're be humble. Thank you, Remy. Thank you. You came up with it. It's a I know it's a Thursday. It feels like a Monday. We've been not very consistent at this, so I'm having a hard time. It's okay. In 2024, we're gonna get our lives together. Or we're going to try again next year. Yeah, <laughs> did you just do that little um, thumbs up? I know, it, it, but you did it earlier too when I did it to you. So I don't know. Let's try, let's try this again. I don't know. That was Weird. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week, Remy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>